and welcome to The Chat, our new podcast at Chatham County. It's a really exciting day for us because this is the first podcast we've ever done from Chatham County, and it's the first in an ongoing series uh, about what you can learn about your county and the services that are provided. I'm Catherine Glasby. I'm the Public Information Director here at Chatham County, Georgia, and I'm joined by an awesome crew um, Abby Murphy is Hello. my co-host, and she is our public information specialist, guru, graphic designer, extraordinaire, my sanity, um, everything else that is included in that. Abby, tell us a little bit about yourself. I didn't expect that. <laughs> See, this is what happens on the chat when you throw things at people and they don't know what's going to happen. Um. Well, I've been working um, for Chatham County for a little over four years now, and I started out initially at the recycling center out on Eisenhower Drive. Um, I was the outreach coordinator there, and um, since then I have moved on to work here for about two years in public information, and it's definitely been a wild ride. It's always a wild ride in public information. You never know what you're going to do from day to day. Um, so that is, it, it is, um, we're jacks of all trades, right? Yes. So also joining us today on our podcast, who you can't see right this second, is Nick Beard, our video producer. Nick, are you around? I am here. Hey, guys. Hey, Nick. Uh, Nick is doing all of the filming. He's doing all the editing and producing for this piece. Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I worked in local broadcasting news for five years before joining Chatham County as the video producer. Um, I've been here for about two and a half years, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And, you know, we do a lot of various projects uh, here at Chatham County in the Public Information Office, and a lot of the programming that you have seen on our social media, the videos, the live uh, chats and things like that, are all Nick and Abby. That's all they're doing. They are my creative people. Um, I'm so glad to have them on board with me. And I'm glad to have them here in this podcast. I think that you will see their opinions and their um, insight to things that I don't see. Um, so I'm really, I'm really honored to have them here with me. Abby, we, we've got a lot of things to talk about in this series. Mm -hmm. Like I said, th when I thought of this series originally, when we started talking about doing a podcast, I was like, okay, well, this is like 10 episodes and then mm -hmm. we'll find something else to do. But as we... Okay, somebody's phone is like, <laughs> Siri is going off. <laughs> That's incredibly weird, but we're just going to move on. Um, when I thought about this podcast and and it only being I was like it was it's limited mm -hmm. um but as we really started looking into it and developing it and mm -hmm. thinking about the topics that we could talk about for what residents oh. need to know what visitors need to know and what services we provide as mm -hmm. a county government this almost looks endless it's like oh, we yes. can go on forever yes there's always a lot going on in the county a lot of events a lot of special programs um, so we really want to make sure that everyone knows what Chatham County has to offer. So let's talk about a little bit of the things that we're going to probably be talking about in just like maybe the next six to eight weeks. We're definitely going to do some government 101. Mm -hmm. I think that it's 
most people don't understand the difference between a city and a county government mm-hmm. um, and what different services they provide. Mm-hmm. I, when I came to the county, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you learn a lot of things that we do? Yes, I did. And I've also learned from going to conferences and talking to other people representing different municipalities across the country is that it can be a little bit different everywhere. So it totally makes sense that it can be confusing because if you've moved from one place and um, city and counties handled a certain way, it can be different here compared to where you're from. And a lot of places have combined government now. Um, There's a couple here in Georgia that have combined government. So those services definitely are are joined. Mm -hmm. And that is not the case in Chatham County. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are things that we provide as an overall county to every resident. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that we provide to our SSD, our special service district, that we wouldn't provide to the county as an overall. And we're going to talk a little bit more Mm -hmm. about that at the end of this podcast. Um, But some of the other things that we're, we're going to want to talk about Animal services comes to mind. I'm passionate about animals. Everybody who knows me knows that. And I think it's it's important for people to know what our animal services does. Mm-hmm. They think a lot of times that those folks are just dealing with stray animals or feral cats um, or lost animals. But it, it's more than that. They have an adoption center. They do. And we, we get to go out there quite often yeah. and love on animals, which yes. is probably like the most fun thing that I ever get to do in my job. Um, I've been told I'm not allowed to take anything home anymore. <laughs> it's very I do tempting. Have, <laughs> I do have four fosters at the moment, um, but they will be going back to animal services mm-hmm. to be adopted. So we're going to have Dr. Jay Carper here to talk about the adoption center He's probably going to talk about microchipping Mm -hmm. and um, rabies vaccinations because those are things that are very important for our our community Mm -hmm. to to do, um, as well as what they do when they handle bite cases and um, different different legal things that they have to deal with as as animal services. Um, But I do want to mention real quick that every Friday... Mm -hmm. Right now, um, probably through the end of the year, they have an adoption special. Free adoption Friday. Free adoption Friday. Mm-hmm. So normally adoptions for cats are $10 and dogs are $70 plus a $5 fee for the rabies tag. Mm-hmm. Um, but in fr- on Fridays, it's that adoption fee is going to be waived. So it'll only be $5 for the tag. And what services uh, come or what, what things come with an adoption? Well, with the adoption, um, there are their vaccinations. They are spay or neutered. Um, they have the age-appropriate, what is age-appropriate? They have uh, age-appropriate shots and they yes. have age-appropriate tests like heartworms yes. and FIV, FIP for cats. Correct. Um, so... Uh, you can go to Animal Services' Facebook page, and they have um, dogs and cats that are currently up for adoption. So that's a really good way to see what is available. Of course, they have more available than that as well. Um, so go visit Animal Services on Friday. You might find your next cat or dog. And they are open from 1 to 4.30 p.m. Um, Monday. Monday. Monday through Sunday, excluding Wednesday. Exactly. Yes. It's always hard for me to say that because of the excluding Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> I have to really think about that in my mind. So definitely go out and uh, look at some of the animals, see if there's anybody that you want to add to your family. And 
some of the other things that we're going to talk about, Abby, um, one of the things when you first started with, with my office, Mm -hmm. um, I think it was probably within 30 days I came into your office and I said, Oh, guess what? We're going to have to start our own police department and you get to do the logo. (laughs) Um, so when they decided to split the city and the county police department mm-hmm. and reinstitute the county police department as a standalone department, mm-hmm. we were a part of the team that helped to build that out and transition it back. And that was a monumental task for us, both in the, the PIO office and in the county itself. But we did it and we did it in six months. We did. And we have an amazing chief and amazing officers, and we're going to have the chief come on the show to kind of give us an overview of what the police department does, who they service, and the the really important things that you need to know about that police department. Mm -hmm. But I think we're also, it's a good time to have our our officers that are our neighborhood officers Mm -hmm. come on and talk to us about some tips Mm -hmm. and tricks and things like that. Um, so we'll be interspersing them over the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks and see what, what we can find there in the police department to get into. Yeah. And well, and additionally, um, some other topics we want to discuss are parks and recreation department. Um, Chatham County has a lot of beautiful parks and those parks are unique. There are different activities you can do um, at parks around the county. Just this last weekend, I went to Lake Mare, and there was a tournament of the remote-controlled race cars. There's a, a little dirt track for the remote-controlled race cars, and um, I just sat there and watched it. It was so cool. I'd never been to a park that had that before. Yeah, um, we do have some really interesting things in yeah. our parks. When I first started with Chatham County, I remember I was looking for topics to, to put on the TV channel, mm-hmm. um, government channel here, and... I went to Parks and Rec on their on their site, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a park near where I grew up, and I lived there for 25 years, mm-hmm. and I never knew that park was there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parks that people aren't aware of that Chatham County owns, takes care of, and recreation is such a huge thing for mm-hmm. us here. They've got a whole bunch of programs they do. over at Parks and Recreation. A lot of... Um children's sports they have a lot of tournaments um i mean it's it's really great all of the opportunities they have for kids to get involved in um, after school sports absolutely it is we also have a community center yes the frank g murray community center they have so much going on um every day or every month when they send us their calendar of all their activities i just am always amazed at what all they have um and just went out there a few weeks ago for their trunk retreat with my little girl and it was a lot of fun they had zombie zumba um and she had a blast so it's a really it's a really great community center that chatham county has it is and nick i think that your daughter also went to trunk retreat didn't she yes she did and she loved it like they just have so many opportunities for kids and adults of all ages i think that's wonderful Abby, we have so many other departments mm-hmm. to talk about, too. You mentioned early on when you were talking about your background with Chatham County, you came from another department. Public Works. And it's probably one of our most forward-facing departments. Yes. People interact with Public Works more than they interact with other departments. Yes. And um, 
they take care of uh, a lot of issues that happen in unincorporated Chatham County, um, such as potholes or any sort of drainage issues. Um, if you have dry trash or bulk pickup, um, those are all services that are provided to unincorporated Chatham County. And they do, they have an app, C-Click-Fix. Um, so if there's something that needs to be attended to, you can take a picture. Uh, you download the app, you can take a picture, and you can report um, what is needed to be done. And someone from Public Works will uh, take care of it and contact you. Yeah, and they let you know when that service ticket is closed mm -hmm. so that you can go back and make sure that the work has been done, which it, it has been, mm -hmm. but it's done to the way that it needs to be done. And mm -hmm. I think that's a great app to have. Yes. And additionally, um, we will definitely have someone from the Recycling Center out on Eisenhower to talk about everything that is going on there because they are doing so much. They have so many activities going on. Um, they do educational tours. They have an art gallery for artists that use recycled materials, and they have some of the best customer service around. And it's a really easy place to go and drop off your recyclables. Mm -hmm. You just pull in. They'll help you unload everything and get it into mm -hmm. the right bins and those kinds of things for people that don't have curbside mm -hmm. uh, recycling. So I think it's a it's a great uh, facility, and and of course the the folks that work there are amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, SPLOS just passed on the referendum this week, so we're getting ready to go into SPLOS seven in twenty twenty. And I think that we need to have some people from our engineering department on this show yeah. to talk about the SPLOS projects. And what we're going to see happening over the next mm -hmm. four to five years. Um, SPLOS does so many things for us. It, it takes care of our, our roads, our drainage, our canals. It helps us to build buildings that are for public use. The trial court building is a good example. Um, we'll be building that next to the Coleman Courthouse, which is kind of overflowing. There's so many courts in it. So this will allow them to kind of spread out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And this will be state-of-the-art court system for uh, Superior Court and State Court. I think that's important. There's some other buildings that we're, we're building uh, with SPLOST and um, some that we're, we're building without SPLOST that we, we have put in the budget. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's important to talk about those facilities as well. Engineering does a lot with our roads, repaving oh, yes. our roads. Yes. Uh, making sure that everything is safe. And um, they have so many projects, I don't even understand everything that engineering does. It, it, every time I get on the elevator in our building and I see somebody from engineering, I'm like, now tell me what it is you do, because I'm not sure what everybody in engineering does. Yeah. And it's really vast what mm -hmm. they do. It is. It is. I helped put together a presentation that represented some of the, the past projects that SPLOST has provided funding for. And I was just amazed at everything that the engineering department was able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And going on to other topics that we're going to cover, I had no idea what the process was to go get a permit to build something or when I need a permit to build something. Um, so we're going to have our building safety and regulation mm -hmm. uh, team on to, to talk about those kinds of permits yeah. and what process you need to go through. Because yeah. I think that can be a little bit confusing for people. Yeah, it'll be good to help kind of demystify that because I definitely, if someone asked me right now, I would not be able to tell them the process. Mm -hmm. I would be able to direct them to the website mm -hmm. where there's forms. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think we really do. It would be helpful for us to learn, but mm -hmm. it would also be helpful for our, our public to learn because 
you might need to build something on your property. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have to build a garage or something like that, you might need to know how to apply for that permit. Mm -hmm. If you have an event or you own a restaurant, you might need an alcohol sales license. Um, So that's something that they also do there. And again, that that process can be a little bit mysterious. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think this will help to debunk some rumors and and figure out what people need to do. I sure hope so. I hope so. It would would be great. Um, I would like to be able to explain that better. Yes. Um, And and then also we have other departments like our finance department that puts together our budget Mm -hmm. and our purchasing department. You know, if somebody has a small business or or a large business Mm -hmm. and they want to bid on something here at the county, um, some project that we're doing, there's a process for that. Um, So being able to talk to our purchasing folks about how that works, uh, I think is a, is a great tool to our public as well. Yes, absolutely. So we have like 23 departments, I believe it is that report to our County manager. Um, And so we have at least 23 shows. Yeah. At least. (laughs) least. Um, But then we also have departments that are agencies that are, I always think of those 23 departments as like sister departments. And then Mm -hmm. we have our cousins Mm -hmm. and our our nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are places like our our sheriff's department, our coroner's office, the DA's office, the court systems. They're all a part of Chatham County as a whole, Mm -hmm. but they're not run necessarily by the board of commissioners because they have their own elected officials, uh, their own constitutional officers. Yes. But all of that is stuff that our, our public needs to, to know about, our residents need to know about, and those are going to be guests on this show as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we're, I think we've got a lot to talk about and a lot of things to explore uh, over the, the next six, eight, ten months, maybe even further. Yes. Sounds like it's a lot further. Yes. Um, but Abby, let's, let's talk about Chatham County a little bit. Yeah, um, I know a common question is uh, people don't necessarily know if they live in unincorporated Chatham County or if they live in a municipality. I definitely got a lot of questions when I worked at the recycling center um, where people thought their recycling was from Chatham County, but it was from a different municipality. Uh Um, And so an easy way to determine that um, is if you go to the Savannah area GIS, which stands for Geographic Information System, you go to that website, sagis.org. You can type in your address, um, right-click that, and then from there, I kind of get fuzzy on the details. So if you if you right-click on it, a box will pop up, and that box will have uh, different things about that plot of, of land. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might not be saying that quite right. Um, uh, but one of the things there, if you're in a municipality, it's going to have the letters of the municipality, like for Savannah, it's SAV mm-hmm. and then a dash. And then like where I live, it would be dash six, mm-hmm. um, for the sixth district. And then it will also have my, my County commissioner, which in my case is also district six. Mm-hmm. And so you can click on either one of those to find out more about who your elected official is. Um, so that's one way that you can find out mm-hmm. if you live in unincorporated Chatham or if you live in a municipality. Because if you live in unincorporated Chatham, there's going to be no municipality yes. numbers there. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we find, like the neighborhood that I live in, if you go 
eight houses to the to the right of me, you live in the unincorporated Chatham County. Mm-hmm. But the eight houses next to me, we're all in the city of Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can it, definitely be confusing. It can be very mm-hmm. confusing. It can be confusing to know which government you need to call about services. Mm-hmm. It can be confusing about property taxes. Mm-hmm. It can be even confusing when you go vote because my neighbors are going to be voting in a, a municipality election, mm-hmm. whereas the person that lives on the next street over is just going to be county. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may all have something on the ballot or we may not. Um, so I think it's really important for people to be, have that resource to know where they where they easily find out where they live. Yes. So, and thinking about that government 101 type idea and the difference between municipalities and, and county government, let's talk about the makeup of the county just a little bit. Um, just for a, a quick little brief history lesson, um, Chatham County was created on February 2nd, 1777 as one of five counties, mm-hmm. uh, the first five counties in the state of Georgia. And if um, you have children, you probably are very familiar with that date because that is the Georgia Day Parade. Um, <laughs> so kids are always marching in that parade. And we have about 290,000 people in yeah. our county. We're a sizable county. We're a sizable county. And we have eight municipalities. So going from, from east to west, we have Tybee Island, the town of Thunderbolt, mm-hmm. uh, Vernonburg, city of Savannah, Pooler, mm-hmm. Port Wentworth, Garden City, and Bloomingdale. Yep. Um, so a lot of different areas, a lot of fast growth areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Pooler is exploding right now. Um, lots of new neighborhoods there, lots of new business there. Mm-hmm. And then you have some some areas that are... Um, expanding out a little bit more into area that they they previously haven't had residential area, and now they're they're putting in more neighborhoods. Um, so I think we're seeing an overall increase to the number of people living in Chatham County. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a lot of visitors to yeah. our area. In 2017, the Savannah Area Chamber of Commerce said that we had about 14.1 million visitors in that year kind of blew me away that's a lot of people our tourism business is you know huge here oh, yeah um it, it is a destination place mm-hmm. i've found that out uh, over time and eight million of those people spend at least a night here mm-hmm. and and about six million of them are day trippers those are people that live in surrounding counties that that come in for one reason or another um but we're we're a thriving area mm-hmm. And that 290000 is kind of questionable for me at this moment because we're getting ready to do the, the census. <laughs> um, we are, are currently working with the Complete Count Committee on working on doing the marketing tools and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, but why do you think census is so important for us? Um, well, it helps to provide uh, funding for our county for um, things like grants that help support programs that are really important to our residents. Um, and also it's just good to know how many people are in our county. How many people are we helping out? Right. Are we providing services for? Absolutely. And I think representation is a big mm-hmm. one too. Um, it may be that we have enough people that we need 
another state representative. Mm-hmm. We need another federal representative or, uh, or local. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it might be something where they need to redraw district lines mm-hmm. and add a commissioner or a council person. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they need to redraw those lines because people have shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we have an area that has actually reduced in size because people have moved to another area in the county, which can happen mm-hmm. um, when you have that many municipalities and a lot of growth. Um, so the census helps with all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a kickoff coming up in, in January, January. And so people will start seeing a lot more about the census. Um, and then in March, they'll be getting a postcard in the mail, reminding them that they're going to need to go online April 1st mm-hmm. and fill out all their census paperwork. Yes. because April, it's, for, April 1st, it's not a joke. April 1st, it's not a joke. That is true. Um, And, you know, it is all online this time. Mm -hmm. That's kind of different. Yeah, it is. There there are some some caveats to that. People can call in and do the census. Um, They can request a paper form. Mm -hmm. Um, But primarily, it's going to be all online. Yeah. Which should be an interesting thing for us. I mean, that's that's all new. Yes. So you'll be hearing more about that in the coming months because it is super important. Um, oh, and also it's good for everybody to know that, what is it, 72 years until that information can be released. Right. Um, so your information is protected. Right. All mm-hmm. information for the census is protected for 72 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so no other government agency will be able to get into it. People can't use it for genealogy purpose- purposes. It's just not available. Yeah. Um, and anybody who's into genealogy, you know, because we're, we're all waiting for the next census to be released next year. So we can find out where our relatives were <laughs> during that census. I believe it's the 1940s census that will be coming out. But I might be wrong about that. Um, so, I yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. Genealogy. Yeah. Genealogy is a big Whoa. one for, for census records. I use them a lot when I do that. But um, so I I think census is something that you'll be hearing more about on this program uh, in the future as Mm -hmm. we start to to do our kickoff and really encourage people to fill that out because it is so important to the community to make sure that our census numbers are right and that we don't get undercounted. Absolutely. All right. So what else do we need to talk about today? I think we covered pretty much everything. Just don't forget uh, free adoption Fridays happening at Animal Services. Check out their Facebook page, see what's available. Um, anything else you'd like to add? Um, just that this is going to be a weekly podcast. So every Friday, um, we will be putting out a new podcast. Be looking at Facebook to find out how you can find our podcast. And we're really looking forward to it. We're going to delve more into that government 101 Mm -hmm. when um, the county manager can join us for an interview and we're we're really looking forward to this this is a lot of fun yes and we're really hoping that this will be informative and that you walk away with just something new that you've learned just one thing at least just one thing i actually (laughs) learned something when i was putting it together so (laughs) i'm sure that people are going to be learning nick what's your final thought for the day I think you ladies pretty much covered everything. Um, As you said, we look forward to doing this show and hope that you guys join us every week. All right. Well, join us next week on the chat.